So should we talk about something to warm up? Why don't we just start? Welcome to the Embarrassing Our Future Kids podcast. We are a newly married couple making a record of our lives together for our kids to listen to in the future. And we suspect they will be very embarrassed when they do. I am Antoinette. And I am Philip. How are you, Antoinette? I'm good. It's been a while since we recorded a podcast. Yeah, it's been a while. We've been busy, to be yeah. fair. So, busy with our lives. Uh, so corrections from the last episode. And this is going to filter into what we are going to discuss. Okay. I said that uh, Sam 27000 was the aircraft that JFK used to fly to to, to Dallas mm-hmm. on the day he was uh, assassinated. It, it's not. So that the Air Force One that we saw, which we're going to get to, was it first used by Richard Nixon mm-hmm. and last used by George W. Bush. But Ronald Reagan was the last president to use it as his main Air Force One. Subsequent presidents used the 747s. Ah, so you thought it was one of JFK's? Yeah, I said I said in the last podcast. Oh, it's the the one that JFK used. But he probably did use it. No, the Air Force One. No, no, they said that Richard Nixon was the first president. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I also said that non-U.S. citizens can't tour the White House. That's not correct. Non-U.S. citizens can tour the White House, but they have to book via their embassy. Ah, okay. Yeah, U.S. citizens book via their uh, representative in Congress. I suppose they have to do background checks, that's why. Yeah, one would assume. Uh, Three prisoners escaped from Alcatraz in 1962 and were never heard from again. So, what is this? A correction from yours? Yeah, this is a correction. I know, it's been so long. So, last time you asked... Did anyone escape ever escape Alcatraz? And I said, I thought someone had, but I didn't have the details. And so the details are, yeah, three escaped the, the actual prison in 1962. But the fact that they were never heard from again sort of suggests that... They probably drowned. They probably drowned, yeah. Or, you know, they, they made it out. But you'd think by now someone would have uncovered them. Oh, well, maybe they're still in hiding. Unless they're dead. I've got a correction here. So I wrote these corrections just after editing the last podcast. Lots of corrections. I said projected when I should have said imprinted. I can't remember what that was in relation to, but there we go. It doesn't matter. Also, I I misspoke many times referring to Star Wars canon. But I'm going to go into details about that because I can tell. uh, I, I sense that your patience for Star Wars has run out. Yes. One thing I, I forgot to say was Ahsoka has her own theme, musical theme, that was played when she first appeared in The Clone Wars and then has been played subsequently every time we see it, pretty much. But in her own series, her theme tune wasn't played. And I was sort of saying, why? She's got a theme tune. Just play it. Why, why, why are you holding back? Make it like the theme tune of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they left it until the very, very last scene of the very, very last episode. Then they played the Ahsoka theme. And I thought, I approve of this. Okay. Also, uh, so whales and wolves have a common ancestor, which does relate <laughs> to Star Wars. But I, I, I think we should move off Star Wars. You have lots of corrections. I mean, you don't really have to do that, do you? Unless no. it's like 
the ones about history. This All one's right. are like fictional stuff, Star Wars. I mean, okay. you can't remember every single maybe thing at, that you've watched. Maybe at some point in the distant future, we can talk about Star Wars again. Maybe not. Maybe you can talk about it alone, Star Wars. <laughs> I considered recording a lone podcast, but I have difficulty speaking into the void. I just want to you know just, speak to someone just assume that there's someone there is the topic Star that's Wars. the trick i think that's the trick just you have to imagine a person that yeah it, especially the topics that you like that you know i don't particularly find interesting uh, did you have any corrections from the last episode no no you were everything you said you stand by yeah i didn't say anything controversial okay i'm pretty sure all right so i think in this episode we're going to review our holiday to the united states okay back in october but the thing is i don't like like holiday review when people sort of put an instagram filter over their experiences so i thought we could concentrate on like the quirkier aspects of the trip because just going through what we did and how a wonderful experience we had is boring Oh yeah, that is. But it was wonderful on the whole. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, what what I'd say is that I don't believe in the Instagram filtering of holidays. But actually, this holiday was was pretty good. It was. Uh, it was I a enjoyed great holiday. It. I enjoyed it. So, what do you want to talk about first? Then I can't remember where we were. It was. In, I think it was in San Francisco. So the first leg of the trip when I was exhausted. Uh, maybe, maybe we could talk about jet lag. But yeah, I I was. It was in the in the evening. I was very tired. Oh, yes. And this course. random guy walked up to me and he said, excuse me, you look just like my insurance broker. And then, oh, thank, thank you. You just look just like him. Thought, okay. Thanks. Uh, that's good to that's, know. That's a bit odd. And it's then an he, odd he sort of, he looked a bit disappointed in this reaction and, and walked off. If you saw someone who looked like your insurance broker, wouldn't you just say, oh, that guy looks like my insurance broker and then <laughs> True, walk off? Totally. That's what a British person would do. Oh, yeah. But he felt the totally. urge to tell me. And it reminded me very much of when I went to the US 1997, maybe, mm -hmm. with my grandparents. And this, I think she was a teenage girl, she's probably about the same age as me, came up to me and, he, and she said, you look just like somebody in my class in school. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. I said, oh, okay. That, looks thank you. Like she said, you look just, just so much like him. It's very hard to just go go to a person and say, oh, you look like someone I know. Yeah. It's a bit odd, don't you think? I think she was. I think she was just friendly. I think, a, I, yeah, I, I thought, think they're just friendly. And yeah. They just don't have any inhibitions to approach people. I think exactly. it's just how they are. It is. There is like this energy in America mm. uh, from Americans. Uh, that I, I do quite admire. Like? What type of energy? Enthusiastic energy? Enthusi yeah, there's a lot of enthusiasm. And, you know, people working hard, which you don't always see in the UK. You see people working a lot, but it's like, are you working to the the best of your ability here? or? Well, it's a European way, you know. And yes. I have to say, I like being a worker in Europe. Uh, but oh, I like true. the customer service in America. Obviously. Yeah. Precisely, we don't have customer service here because of the workers. Yeah, because of this pesky rights. workers' rights. Yeah, which we all benefit from. Why can't workers' from? rights just be for me and then everybody else has to slave away? No yeah. way. That, that's precisely why. I wonder if that girl in Disney, her friend, grew up to be a stockbroker. 
in San Francisco. <laughs> that would make sense. It makes perfect sense. There's a doppelganger of me out there. That's, that's a bit of a reach. So then we went to Las Vegas. A long drive. Viva Las Vegas! Yeah! I enjoyed Las Vegas. It was a long was drive, nice. yes. Yeah. I enjoyed the drive. You know, oh, yeah. Because the stops, what do you... Uh, rest stops is rest what they stops, call them. They were, right. they were great. Yeah. They were clean. Well, yeah. I, I guess that's the perk of having... I don't know. They have better services, it seems. Because yeah. the rest stops are well-serviced. I suppose that's funded by a government or something. Uh, well, I don't know. I think it's... Private? I don't think so. I don't know. The rest stops? Well, obviously, aside from the gas stations, but the rest stops seem to be clean and well-serviced. I mean, I haven't been to a rest stop in Britain, though, so I, I, I wouldn't be able to compare. Yeah, well, there's motorway service stations, which uh, they're not quite the same. I guess Britain is not really a driving nation, is it? No. Unless... You know, if you're going from city to city, people tend to take a train. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's why. Yeah, so we we had a few stops along the way. We had lunch in a rest stop, in a themed rest rest stop. It was like a train. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. And we ordered some root beer. Oh, yes. Obviously, we're in the US. The root beers are so much different in the US. It's the root beers that I've grown up with. The root beers here in the UK, the ones we bought from Sainsbury's. Well, the thing is that... They're a bit atrocious. You know, you can go to a restaurant in the UK and ask for a root beer. They wouldn't know. Well, they wouldn't have it on in stock. Why is root beer not I don't know. It's just not a common thing in the UK. So where where have you first tasted your it was going to the u.s with you four years ago really that was the first time i tasted root beer first ever yeah and i thought this is really good i enjoyed it that's why i ordered you ordered it you said oh root beer let's have some and i thought okay i'll give this a try and i really liked it oh i thought you tasted it when you you went to the u.s when you were young no I, did, yeah, I think I just had water and coke. Whoa, so I introduced you to root beers. Yeah, you did. To be fair, my dad introduced me to root beer. He likes root beer. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to... It was really... I mean, really nice. root beer is our fave. Yeah. Oh, you've missed out. It does taste a bit bubblegummy. Yes, that's what I like. I like to taste slightly artificial. But actually, it's... it's Yeah, I suppose it's an awkward acquired taste and i don't know i acquired it with the first sip when i first tried it all those years ago but you like bubble gummy taste i do i like artificial taste ice cream i I love bubble gum ice cream bubble teas yeah so i mean the funny thing is that the rest stop stop, you know you think it was just a few miles outside of las vegas you think it's quite international yeah were you did you see what happened i walked up to the oh yeah they didn't understand your accent you know, the, They're yeah, baffled. I, you know, I I don't think I have a very strong no, accent. No, you don't. I have quite a neutral accent. That's the thing. It's not don't. like I'm. I have a strong like Liverpudlian accent or no, a strong you, your um, accent is Scottish a bit neutral, accent. Actually, and it also it wasn't as if I came and, and said, you know, good day, kind sir, kind vendor of beverages <laughs> and foods. <laughs> yeah. Please, may I have two quarts of your finest root beer? For that beverage is well, that would have been uncommon funny. in my homeland. So, what did you tell him? I he, didn't. I didn't say that. I just said. No, I know. Two, I know you didn't say that. Could I have two root beers, please? Ah, uh, I, I think two root beers. Could I have two? The way well, you're saying root beer, root beer. I think it's probably too fast for them. 
but the thing is, then I, then I, but then I, I like put up two fingers. I said two, and then I pointed to the root beer symbol. Ah. Root beers. And the guy turned to his colleague and said, did you get any of that? How can you not figure out two and then pointing to a sign that says root beer? I don't know. His, uh, his colleague took over. I think his colleague figured out what was going on. Yeah, you know, context clues, if you don't understand what the yeah, person is saying. Maybe, and maybe he's just tired. It. He'd had a long day already. And yeah, then suddenly be, this, this weird foreigner. working hours are, you know, probably long over there. Definitely. Okay, let's give him so, the benefit of the doubt. Then we went to Las Vegas, which was quite stunning. I, I was quite blown away. I, yeah, I, 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 it was very warm, though. Oh, I loved that. I just loved the heat. It was like 33 yeah, degrees, dry. It was dying. It was great. We walked out in the heat. I, I burnt my neck just yeah. just below my ear. Well, that's why you have like this discoloration here. I and do. I still been, still there. And it's been itchy. What I realized is for I, a bit. I did put on sunscreen and I missed like this. It's like a, a rhombus mm-hmm. it, just below my ear. It burnt. And then the next day when I put on sunscreen and, and checked, I realized that I, I must put on sunscreen exactly the same way two days in a row because mm. I missed the same patch of skin. I thought, oh, I missed it. And then so, then I, I rubbed it in. So now I'm, I'll be more careful. It's like two months later and it's still burnt. Yeah, so my but, discoloration, yeah. my neck. Yeah, still there. Yeah, I think it was from From Las Vegas. I don't know where. And then it has been itchy. Like, you know, when you have... When it gets really hot and you have, like, itchiness. I think that's how it was. Oh, that's not nice. But, yeah, I loved the heat. It was great. Yeah, it was really humid. We played... It wasn't... It was dry. It wasn't humid. No, it was. Was it? It was. I thought it was dry. We're in the middle of the desert. You think it'll be... No, it was humid in the afternoon. You know when we were doing Top Golf? Oh, yes. Top Golf. It well, was, that, it was, I was enjoying it. I think, uh, yeah, I think Top Golf was humid because I think they watered the the grass. Ah, probably made yeah, it, yeah. Uh, Top Golf was was great fun. It was fun. Learn how to play golf. Because we were all. going to go uh, to a shooting range. Um, oh yeah, but I was to, ill. You know, if you're in America, exercise those Second Amendment rights. But I was ill. But you weren't well, so it was so annoying. I always get ill. Yeah, I think it's a change of temp. It's a change of temp. Makes you unwell. But there we go. Yes, so we, yeah, we played top golf. Who's the champ? Yes, use the champ. You won. I well won. Even beat Ken. Your your brother-in-law. Yeah. The thing is, he started out. Well, to be fair, he was not playing golf regularly, but I think he knows how to. Well, it was interesting what happened. So when we first started the first couple of rounds, he went out into a commanding lead yeah and then like he was very consistent mm. he was consistently good yeah but then you sort of figured out how to play it how to swing and you from scoring very very badly to okay to amazing and then in the last couple of rounds you just overtook everybody because i think you just That's figured out how to smart swing. people do Yeah, and then you wanted to beat me badly. (laughs) But you didn't. It was close. I could see it in your face. Oh, I'm competitive. Yeah, but I could see it in your face that you were disappointed that I won. No, not that you won specifically, but that I lost. Yeah, that's the disappointment. Still, I was like, "Mm, "You're never gonna catch me." And then played some slots and some roulette. Oh yeah, and some blackjack. Yeah, I love that. Uh, What we played a few other games as well. 
Yeah, the slot machines. So we put down $200, $100 each to play, mm. to like gamble a bit. Have you put 200 I think we only played with 100 even last. No, it was 100 each we played. And really? When I counted up at the end, we had $268. Ooh, that's after the casinos. 68. It was mainly one slot machine where you won. Oh, yeah, I won. You won, yeah. You won like I was like, oh, come on. And then you didn't. You wanted to. What we did was when when the machine had won, we swapped machines. Oh, yeah, true. See, that's the trick, I think. Yeah. yeah. When you've won a machine, like for example, $100 or $120 cash out and then go to another slot machine because i think when you first use they want you to win until you lose and lose and then you think they and they think you'll think you'll win again and then that's when you lose money but i was very pleased to be about being 68 dollars up until we had a chat with ken's sister who said she 12, won, yeah she won 12 grand but it's not in vegas it's one of those casinos in napa valley ah uh, okay oh i thought it was in vegas no it wasn't okay well okay that makes it yeah i wish i'd won twelve thousand. i felt like on the oh that was the wheel of fortune i feel like i could have won more there if i've just put more yeah but you know you could have lost a lot more as well that's the thing you yeah. just think about well okay. hey it was fun it was fun yeah, i enjoyed it it was addictive though but at least we're you know disciplined uh, and then where did we go? We went to, from Las Vegas, we went to Arizona. Yes, we did. And we stayed in Flagstaff. Flagstaff. In a brand new hotel, which I think we talked oh, yeah, about in the yeah, last the podcast. Which was fine. It was open. It was very clean. Oh, yeah, we were the first ones to use it. Yeah. And we, after having some... Free breakfast. Included breakfast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Then, American breakfast. I think that was our base for... The Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon, which is amazing. I mean, it's a is it part of the wonders of the world? Uh, Surely it should be. I don't know if Before there's a definitive list. Before it was Seven list. Wonders. So, so Seven Wonders of the Ancient You know the world. rice terraces? Oh, there's a new one. Great Wall of China. Yeah, I think it has always been there. Well, the, so there were Seven Wonders of the Ancient World. Ah, oh, the Toltec style pyramid in Mexico. Petra. Oh, I want... You want to, to go, go to, to Petra in yeah. Jordan? Machu Picchu. I mean, Peru is a bit far, but I do want to go to Jordan. Christ the Redeemer. Who, who compiled this list? In 2000, a Swiss foundation launched a campaign to determine the new seven wonders of the world. It sounds like they're all man-made as well. I mean, suddenly Grand Canyon w- was, was stunning. I mean, I was like, you couldn't believe what your eyes were seeing. Yeah. And I walked up right to the edge it was great fun. And then somebody stayed a good fun 10 for meters me. oh, away. A lot of people have died slipping. Yeah, I know. They live dangerously and probably they find it, you found it exhilarating looking yes, down. stunning, but touching I the mean, void. I don't think it's worth it. No. It's very you sweet. could see it from, you know, a safe vantage point. Yeah, so but I'd get, rather go there. Yeah, you, you, you stayed safe. I, I was like right on the edge. And then suddenly yeah. I got, I heard the... Philip, come here now. Yeah, because if something happened to you, yeah. I dread what your parents would say when I come back home. Home alone. Don't wish that on anyone. But you, then you had nightmares after that. Oh, I yeah. Was, I, I was falling over the edge. No, no, not you. The bus that we're riding. Oh, yeah. The bus was quite... The shuttle bus around the, yeah, the edge. Be, yeah. It, it my was dream cool. was it was falling in the cliff. Yeah. 
I was having nightmares. See, that's how. Sorry. I was I'm just. Sorry, I gave you nightmares. I had anxiety. I think that's my anxiety manifesting. And then we went to Joshua Tree, and we stayed in a uh, an interesting. No, it was a villa with its own pool. Yes. It was lovely it... to have a rest. It's a, it's like a rest stop because yeah. obviously. Yeah, we Ken has we, been driving. We would do. Yeah, we were doing a lot. We so didn't like. It's only, so I my, mean, it's a lovely, lovely house. But I think the only thing is the windows or the doors are see-through. Not just any doors are see-through. The, <laughs> In a toilet. So the, you'd sit on the toilet and you'd turn... To be fair, resort houses are like that. But the only issue with the resort houses, your neighbors wouldn't be able to see you because normally yeah, it, it's that, covered by bushes or trees but in this case it's not yeah let me just explain the setup so you yeah. go you sit on the toilet and then to your left is like a full length glass door yeah anyone mm. in the drive can look in and see you sitting on the loo i know i and know like my mother-in-law was walking around she doesn't want to see me sitting on the loo <laughs> Me too. And I, to the, be fair, I, I didn't is, want to be seen. If you like that, that's fine. But, you know, you're renting out your property. Maybe uh, put some blinds that people that can lower. That is true. I think that's my only gripe about that property is that that should have had blinds, that particular yeah. door. I was I was sure. I thought, no way can they have the toilet be visible I know, to maybe the outside. That's just how they there must live. be a button somewhere that makes the glass yeah, know, opaque or that lowers, there was nothing. No. It was we, a, the attitude of the people who designed it was clearly, oh, we like pooing in front of the entire world. <laughs> Therefore, all of our guests must like pooing in front of the world. And I do not like pooing in public. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. My only gripe is that one. But, yeah. you know, nothing that can be solution yeah we we got a bed sheet and other than that the property was great i mean it's it great to relax it was so nice. and then you can just sit out and have the fire i mean it's really good you yes. can wash you can cook which yeah. we did and it's a great rest stop we had the option to go to see the joshua tree national park but we just stayed in the villa because oh it was yeah so nice. the two of us and then back to i uh, know we went to la we did. We went to the Ronald Reagan. Uh, no, first stop is Portos. Oh yeah, Portos, the the bakery, the amazing bakery. Portos. We should have we should have brought back some cheese bread, cheese rolls. I don't think it would have kept because we still oh, had yeah, a full yeah. week after that. That is true. So it was only halfway through. That so. was good. Yeah. And their cakes too, or desserts were great. Were great, and their coffee was great too. Yeah, Portos is actually good. And then after that, where did we go? Oh, wait, we forgot something. What did we forget? In Palm Springs, before going to... Oh, yes, we're in Palm before Springs. Before going to Joshua Tree, yeah. we went to the museum. We did the air and space yeah. museum, where we saw many. We saw a Spitfire. A we saw a bomber. You know the stealth bomber? Oh, yeah, the stealth bomber. There's only one there. Yeah. I think that was on loan from the military. It was amazing. That was great. No, enjoyed enjoy that because we're aviation nerds. Oh yeah, we are. You saw a Spitfire. Yeah. We saw we saw the jet that George W. Bush. Yes, flew. his his jet from when he was in the uh, military. In the military, the, the extra he flew. Yeah. Oh, there was a simulator there, but someone hugged it for the time we were there. Yeah. Yep. Okay, back to yeah then. then and then we went to the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library, which we discussed a lot in the last podcast, and it was it lived up to expectations. Air Force One was Air the Force best. One. Yes. 
I mean, the, and then I was the, just amazed. What in Air Force One? It was actual Air Force One, yeah. by the way. And it was there in Reagan's library because Ronald Reagan was had used that aircraft more than any other president, which makes sense when you think about it. Because Nixon was the first, and although he was a two-term president, he didn't complete his second term. Uh, Ford only completed like about two and a bit years as president. Uh, Jimmy Carter was just a one-term president. And then it was Ronald Reagan. And when uh, George H.W. Bush took over, he was only one one term. And in, during that term, he switched to the 747. So it makes sense that Ronald Reagan would be the one that used it most. They also there had a uh, Marine one. The oh, original yeah. Marine one. Cool. It's really cool. Oh, it's it's very though, small inside, though. Well, you know, it's, it's a only, helicopter. It's only to shuttle but the president the same, around. It's literally the thing you see on the telly. The weird thing is when we went on board, on, like, they, said, they said, oh, yeah, actually, Ronald Reagan never used this aircraft. This is LBJ's uh, aircraft. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that was the helicopter. Up to but still, one, I mean, uh, probably flew. they're the same layout though for Marine One. Oh yeah, I don't think it's changed all that much. That was a great, great museum. Well, it's not really a museum; it's a presidential library, and yeah, Nancy and Ronald Reagan's tomb. Yes, the the gravesite. Yeah, the gravesite is in front of the views of the valley. Yeah, it's, it's a, actually, it's, like, a nice, yeah. it's a nice, yeah, it's a nice, nice resting place. And then yeah. yeah, we spent tons of money. Yeah, you spent. I spent a lot of your money in the gift shop. I got very excited. I, I love presidential politics. When I was doing my uh, degree in politics, one of the modules I really wanted to take was the US presidency and US constitution yeah. module. It was only like the week before term started that I found out that this course didn't count towards my degree. Ah. Uh, and that it, it clashed with the only really other option that I would have wanted to do. Okay. Uh, so... But the thing is, by then I'd done about half of the readings because I love that the readings for that course were really interesting. Yeah, so you've read it. So, yeah, but it would have been nice to actually attend the lectures. I think maybe in the next episode, because obviously the next presidential election is about to start, the primaries are about to start. So maybe we can talk about the US presidency in the next episode. <laughs> That's a controversial topic, isn't it? Well, I'll do it in a... Dis- you know, I, I'm a political okay. scientist. I'll do it yeah, in a okay. dispassionate way. Okay. A good political scientist, you should, when you hear them speak and give a talk about the subject, you should not be able to figure okay, out their so politics. Okay, so you leave that because uh, me, I have my biases, obviously. So, All right, next. Tipping in Napa because we, then we went to Napa Valley. Oh, yeah. We went to the Tattinger vineyard yes which looks like a french chateau yeah i think a very a- very clean french oh, yeah. chateau. i like think it's artificial yeah so it was <laughs> it's sort of like the uncanny valley because although it looked like a french chateau it, it, was like it also felt yeah like a disney. disney disney's version of a french chateau yep and then we bought champagne yes and we didn't in the last uh, episode we were talking about going to french laundry for lunch which we yeah, did, which we, we did not. We did not do. Instead, we went to a this oyster bar. Oyster bar, yeah. It was good. Which was very good and oh. much cheaper than yeah. Valley, so uh, than, uh, we French had laundry. some oysters and the clam chowder. It was really the oysters were really good. Yes. Yeah. And then we had an issue with the tipping. Oh yeah, that was complicated. You, this was like our this the last full day the, the you know the next day we were going to have breakfast and then go to the airport and that was that was it for the day so we wanted to get rid of some of our cash uh, cash when we the bill came we said oh instead of, can we just give you this money for the tip 
<laughs> and then we'll pay the rest. And he said, oh, yeah, 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 okay, that, that's fine. So he, he walked off. A guy, it's really So weird. what he did was the cash was deducted from our bill yeah. pre-tip. So we thought that he charged us the full bill on our card because the cash was the tip, but he did not interpret, yeah, cause, it, cause interpret when he gave- that um, correctly. Because I think the norm for them is you give the card, they swipe it, and then afterwards that's when you add the tip. But, <laughs> but to be fair, we explained it properly. And then when we went... Yeah, Obviously, we were, well, we were we walking, down out, the street, walking down the street, looking at the We received. realized they undercharged and again realized that they hadn't taken any tip. Yeah. And I was like, we were panicking. Social faux pas. No. Yeah. And it's playing to the stereotype of Europeans. Yeah. Europeans don't tip. tip. Yeah. Apparently so, they could clock you if you're a European. Well, you yeah. I th- so, yeah, we walked all the way back and said, <laughs> oi. Yeah, oi. Because the thing is, he'd been a really good server. He was really helpful oh, yeah. and exactly. giving it's good advice. And also, was like, we don't want to play in the stereotype. Like, you know, we don't be- also, we want to make sure so that the, the server isn't out of pocket. Because, oh, yeah, exa- exactly. Because of a miss. Yeah. So we, We're yeah. just honest people. So we walked all the way back to the restaurant and, tip. and, and gave them a tip. And said, no, sorry. Oh, confusion. Yeah. yeah cause, so what he'd done is we... We'd given cash and our card, and he take deducted the yeah, cash that's from what the I bill was, I said. and not taken the, yeah. the the tip. Yeah, and then yeah, we flew back on the plane flying back. Uh, there was this guy, and he he had this glass of water, and I saw him. He knocked this his glass of water all over his wife's right at the start of the flight. Yeah, I was and pretty annoyed. <laughs> I was really annoyed. I thought, well, how inconsiderate of this husband, because she's going to have to then it's sit in wet trousers for the rest of the flight. And just wrapped it with a blanket yeah. and it absorbed the water. But yeah, it's good thing it's water. If it was uh, like coke or like yeah. booze, it would be sticky, sticky and I won't be really happy with you. No. I got you some pe- extra peanuts. Well, not, yeah. not peanuts, like faux peanuts. Yeah, Virgin Atlantic premium economy was great, though. Yeah, we went economy economy out and... Premium economy in. Premium economy in. The economy going to is not so bad, but I think I prefer premium. Well, the thing is, when you're flying to the US from Europe, you, you're you supposed to try and stay awake, really. Uh, that, that is that, true. That, you're fr- when you're flying from the US to the UK, space, you want to sleep. But in terms of space, I want to... I want us. We want it to be just the two of us. Yeah, I think premium is the way to go. If you can afford it. Oh yeah, obviously. If you can afford it, you go premium economy in Virgin. I think their upper class is really expensive, and some of the older planes yeah. has this weird layout anyway. So I don't think it's worth it. I think premium economy is probably the best value. Although their economy delight in some planes, there are just two seats. The newer ones. Yes. So that is better. So I think the trick is to try to figure out what plane. Yeah. You're on and then I think it was the A330 Neo where it's their economy delight. It's two seat, two three two seat, two three two layout. Yes. So that's good. Aviation nerdery is is coming out here. Yeah, I know. But otherwise, older planes, it's probably premium. That is summation of our U.S. trip. A great trip. Great trip. I mean, there's so many other details, but obviously. Just giving you the... You know, well, the thing is, you, the big we, we, we actually business. went through the trip 
quite in quite detail before we went. And so I just wanted to pick out uh, the, yeah, okay. the, the bits that we didn't talk about because they hadn't happened yet. All right. Okay. Fun. So. And, and like driving with your family in, in the car was. Reminded you of your. It reminded me childhood. so much of my childhood, of, of my parents, my grandparents and my brother. Like, to be fair, my go, family tri- did driving that around. Too. Yeah. A lot, so but it was. I weird. like I like um traveling by car, as long as it's a big car, yes. and it's a comfy car. Well, what we used to do, well, my parents used to rent a people carrier, and yeah, and so yeah, it would be because uh, my my parents in the front, my grandparents in the middle, and then the kids, naughty kids at the back. Because my sister's and brother-in-law's car, it, it was pretty big. Well, it's an American car. Yeah, so, so it was nice seats. I'm, I was a kid, not a kid at the back, unfortunately. Yeah. So well, because you're smaller than everyone else, so it's no. Uh, I'm smaller than you. Oh, you, you wouldn't survive in the backs of your legs. It's good though. I mean, it was a good trip. It was a good road trip. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's it for today's episode. Is it? I said that I was going to figure out an outro for this. Okay. Uh, I haven't. Okay, so until till th- next time, folks. This is Antoinette, and this is Philip. Thank you for listening to Babu, the embarrassing <laughs> our future kids podcast. Oh yeah, bye bye. Good job done. <laughs>